The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. There was a scholar of the law who stood up to test Jesus and said, Teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said to him, What is written in the law? How do you read it? He he said in reply, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your being, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. He replied to him, you have answered correctly, do this and you will live. But because he wished to justify himself, he said to Jesus, and who is my neighbor? Jesus replied, a man fell victim to robbers as he went down from Jerusalem to Jericho. They stripped him and beat him and went off leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down that road, but when he saw him, he passed by on the opposite side. Likewise, a Levite came to the place, and when he saw him, he passed by on the opposite side. But a Samaritan traveler who came upon him was moved with compassion at the sight. He approached the victim, poured oil and wine over his wounds, and bandaged them. Then he lifted him up on his own animal, took him to an inn, and cared for him. The next day he took out two silver coins and gave them to the innkeeper with the instruction Take care of him. If you spend more than what I have given you, I shall repay you on my way back. Which of these three, in your opinion, was neighbor to the robber's victim? He answered, the one who treated him with mercy. Jesus said to him, go and do likewise. The Gospel of the Lord. So today we have this familiar story of the Good Samaritan who. comes across this victim of robbers and cares for him. And and this is our Lord's response to the scribe who goes to him and asks him this question. Teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? What do I have to do? And our Lord gives him this very simple response. 
right? Most everything in the spiritual life is simple. <clears throat> right? Most everything in the spiritual life is simple. Like, you just have to completely give your life to our Lord. That's it. it sounds simple. But it's actually quite difficult. And so that's how our Lord responds. And he, he just says to him, what's written in the law? You already know what you have to do. And then the scribe asks this question, the scholar of the law asks this question, who is my neighbor? Who is my neighbor? And then our Lord recounts this story in order to answer the question. And that question can have two motivations, who is my neighbor. The first one would be, like, I want to make sure that I include everyone that's my neighbor. I want to make sure that I love everybody. The other purpose of the question could be, uh, I don't want to love everybody, so I want to make sure I do the minimum. I want to make sure I do the minimum. And so when, when our Lord tells this story, he takes people that are supposed to be the leaders of the people, and he talks about them first. So a priest walks by, and he goes by on the other side. A Levite walks by, and he goes by on the other side. And the priest and the Levite, they're... They're doing what they're called to do. They're doing the minimum. In fact, they're doing the minimum. Because they have responsibilities to offer sacrifice. And if they come in contact with a dead body, it will make them impure and they won't be able to offer sacrifice. And so they have an out, right? They have sort of a holy excuse not to go near that dead person or the person who looks like they're dead. And so there's nothing that would condemn them for going by on the other side. And then he holds up the Samaritan, who's not a member of the chosen people. And he goes to the victim and bandages him and washes his wounds and takes him to an inn and pays for his care. The Samaritan seeks to love everyone. And the scholar of the law does in fact come to the conclusion that it's the Samaritan, the one who treated him with mercy, was his neighbor. And Jesus calls him to go and do likewise. Right? He calls him to go and do likewise. And this whole event, it, it's familiar to us because we often find ourselves asking the same questions. Like, what is the minimum I have to do in order to be saved? Like, do I really have to be nice to my mother-in-law? Do I really have to 
smile at the neighbor because they really get on my nerves. Do I have to go to Holy Days of Obligation? Is that really a Holy Day of Obligation? Do we really have to go to confession? And we find ourselves asking those kinds of questions. Do I have to go and apologize and make amends to somebody that I've hurt? And sometimes we're most tempted the more we know about the faith. We become more tempted to not act with mercy because we find these holy excuses to not try to work things out. There was an article in Crisis Magazine about, it must be 10 years now, and the article was about the unexpectedly higher, like higher than expected divorce rate among really faithful Catholic couples who had gone to really like prominent Catholic universities. And one of the explanations that it gave was that they understood too much canon law so that when they were married and as soon as like something came up in their marriage, some problem, something unexpected, the first question they started asking was, is my marriage even valid or can I get an annulment? Is there like a holy loophole? Or like, is there some kind of a way I can get out of this? Instead of, what's the path forward for us? Or how do we heal this? Or how do we grow in mercy in this? You know, and it's really common now because annulments are so common in the church that when people find themselves in distress, they don't necessarily start asking, okay, how do I reconcile this? How do I treat this with mercy? Or how do I allow our Lord to treat me with mercy? And that's not just something that affects married couples. It also affects those of us who are called to the priesthood. There can be times in our own vocations when we run into this moment of distress or moments of doubt, or we can wonder to ourselves, uh, did I really discern properly? Or did I just become a priest because my mom wanted me to become a priest? Or did I just become a priest because... Like, this one really influential priest kind of forced me to be a priest. And we can run into those moments of doubt. But even if something was off, there's still room for our Lord to enter into our lives and show us mercy. And when I tell my own vocation story, I always say, like, there's the reason I became a priest, and there's the reason I'm still a priest. Like, there's a reason I'm a priest today. You know, there's a reason I'm a faithful Catholic Christian today. There's a reason I got up and I came to Mass today. 
Because the great beauty of and the simplicity of our faith is that our Lord is always the Good Samaritan who's always entering into our life at every moment of every day, in every moment of trial, in every moment of suffering, in every moment of pain, in every moment in which we need mercy, our Lord is entering into our life. And when we really experience him there, that's when that simplicity of faith, that sim- the simple thing of we just have to surrender our whole life to our Lord, becomes more natural. And we make that act of faith more easily because we recognize that he is the one that's always coming towards us. Our Lord never is trying to figure out what's the minimum I have to do. But he's always going to the depths of his love. And it's only in experiencing him in that way that we can also go to the depths of love that we also start to enter into the lives of those people that make us uncomfortable, that we stop asking the question, what's the minimum I have to do? And we start living life to the full. In the opening prayer for the Mass, we said, help us to avoid whatever is contrary to the name of Christ. Because it's there that we find that kind of joy and grace and comfort and security that sustains us in every trial and every temptation and every moment of doubt and allows us to persevere through the difficulties of our own lives. And so today let us pray that we come to experience our Lord in this way, that we come to know the greatness and the depth of his love and mercy that he has for each and every one of us. So that we too might love without counting the cost. That we might stop asking that question, what is the minimum I have to do? And seek every day to love greatly. And to recognize that each and every person we encounter is, in fact, our neighbor. Amen.